Welcome back, everybody. This is the Liberty on Fire podcast, and Libertarian Tony, myself, will be doing the first Quick Hits in the News episode for you. And today's Quick Hits episode is going to be about the mosque shootings in New Zealand. So once again, it seems like we went from several shooters early on in the reporting to a lone gunman, and at this point, I think we have close to 50 dead. I didn't read the manifesto that this guy put out, but from what I have gathered, he says he is some sort of eco-fascist. I'm not sure what an eco-fascist is, but I am including an article about it in the show notes, if you want to check that out. It also appears that this guy may not have been working alone. This may have been some sort of uh, team effort where he was coached or prodded by someone. Uh, The setup is all kind of really odd. And I guess at this point, are we to believe that this person decides to write a manifesto about all the things wrong in the world, starting with the invasion of Muslims and then morphing into how there could be more rules against the Second Amendment? So ultimately, there, I guess, starts a civil war. Uh, He obviously hates leftists as well. And it looks like he devotes some space to maligning conservatives He perceives the uh, delitimization of conservatives as integral to achieving his ultimate objective. He wants to embolden American liberals and leftists to be more aggressively restrict uh, the Second Amendment, thereby fomenting some sort of political strife and violent backlash. It looks like this guy just wants to create chaos. Now, if you're some sort of Muslim hater, he's got you covered. And if you hate the deterioration of your nationality, he's got that covered too. If you're a snowflake leftist that needs safe spaces, he comforts you. And if you want uh, guns banned, he's on your side. And if you want to keep your guns, he's on your side as well. So he's got a little something for everyone. And it's kind of just rambling and rambling on his part. I don't know if it's going to take a long time for people to kind of go through and analyze everything. But... First off, I really don't care why he did it. You know, the media will try to analyze it and bring in all sorts of experts that sound smart, and I can bet their conclusion will probably be something like it's Trump's fault. And whether it's because he blames Trump, conservatives, the Jews, the Muslims, or has rainbow unicorns whispering in his ear, it doesn't really matter. So for me, it's easy to say that He's a crazed lunatic, and evil people will do evil stuff, and whether they have guns or not. And as we have seen many times, if they don't have guns, they will use knives, bombs, and cars or trucks. No matter where you are on this earth, no matter how idyllic the area seems, there are crazy people, and they can get weapons. And with no one armed in the mosques, this was nothing more than shooting fish in a barrel for the scumbag. Of course, the cry will go up for more and more gun control. It's all they know. But the real answer to these problems is actually arming more people. The loony left went as far off the rails as humanly possible already. And with CNN anchors explaining how Donald Trump is to blame for this. But CNN wasn't alone. Trump got blamed from all sides of the left. For example, Hollywood, mainstream reporters, etc., It got really pathetic. But before the bodies were even cold, they had their talking points ready to go. Anyway, more info will come out, and everyone can dissect through it, but what I want to talk to you about now is very important. 
I want to point out to you that there were survivors, and he was stopped by people fighting back, both police and citizen. And now let's talk about how to be one of those survivors. So your, your best chance of surviving a mass shooting is being armed. Now, why this jackass was able to shoot so many people is because he knew there was not a soul in the joint who was going to end his fantasy of killing tons of people. Now, had a couple of those mosque attendees been carrying, then the outcome would have certainly been different. Listen close. When you have a mind-altered person, whether they are loaded up on the latest and greatest drugs or just a loony, they are going to be dead people. If you watch the video, he simply marches in and starts shooting. Until those first shots go off, only the very, very aware people would have seen what was coming. It's kind of like a sucker punch at a bar. If the guy next to you seemed just fine for the last 10 minutes, and out of the clear blue he punches you in the side of the head, there's not much you're going to be able to do. Likewise, if a determined shooter, moving at a quick pace, simply walks in the front door, sees people, and starts firing, it's going to hit people. I wish it wasn't so. So, I guess thinking about awareness, you have to be aware of your environment. Don't walk around with your head buried in your cell phone. But again, in a situation like this, the time from when he marches in to the first shots is just seconds. So no matter how aware you are, you are probably catching or dodging lead in this situation. But if you are lucky enough not to be in the first room he entered, now things are very different. You should never hear a gunshot in a, in a church. You should never hear a gunshot in a retail store. You should never hear a gunshot in a bar or a restaurant. If you do, get out. Run. Another witness who, uh, there was, actually there was a witness who did not want to be named uh, by CNN. Uh, he said that he was in the bathroom, and when the shooting started, he smashed a window to escape. And another witness told BBC that he escaped by climbing out of a back window. Right there, those actions saved their lives. So this person smashed a window, ran outside, and hid behind cars. That's perfect. So when you hear a gunshot, or two, or more, your first instinct is to question yourself or sort of figure out in your head, was that a gunshot? Uh, what's going on in there? Let me go a little closer and check that out. Wrong. Don't do that. If you hear something that sounds like a gunshot, get hauling. If it turns out it wasn't, then no harm done. So to recap... If you live in an area where you can obtain a permit and carry a weapon, do it. In this instance, if those people in the mosque had maybe three or four or five people with weapons, the scumbag certainly might have gotten several people at first, but then the next few shots you might have heard were people in other rooms shooting back at him. That changes things big time. More people can flee, and frankly, a lot, of mass, a lot of mass shooters simply sit down and quit when they realize people are trying to kill them. So if you're armed or not, if you hear gunshots, it's time for you to get out. Bust a window if you have to, go through a fire exit if there's a fire exit, but try and get out. If you can't get out and you have no way to shoot back, then it's time to shelter and delay. Hiding in a dark room might not cut it but you need to delay the shooter's entrance into that room by any means necessary. So, of course, you dive into the room, the door has a lock, you lock it. But don't stop there. You know, overturn desks and pile up pews, do whatever you have to to delay the shooter's ability to get into your room. 
and he'll probably go looking for easier prey. So here's a little bit of investing advice. Go invest in some weapons and ammo. Uh, the roar from the gun grabbers is at a fever pitch. One thing that I can flat guarantee, all the gun laws in the world would not have stopped what just happened. The only thing that will stop crap like that is the shooter knowing that there might be equal firepower inside the next building he wants to shoot up. That's it. The only way to stop a bad guy with a gun is with a good guy with a gun. And the police are minutes away when seconds count. So thank you for listening to this Quick Hits in a News segment, and we'll see you next time. 